There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. Total Wine and More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine and More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Wait, you're the only one with the instrument? We didn't get any instruments. I, didn't get the, I left the drums in the back, so... Wow. You guys can bring instruments whenever you want. I mean, it's just something we can do. We're the hosts of this podcast. That is mm. true, that's right? true. Right? Yes. This is the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Woo! Live! All right, I'll stop. Is it annoying? <laughs> no, are you sure? Because it's really... I think every time Jamie does a joke, that's what you... Instead of saying Jamie... Jamie! We should How's do that. that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'll work Great. on that. So Rachel. welcome. Uh, this is the 16th annual New York Latino Film Festival. Wow. Happy Sweet 16. And I believe the third installment of the Futuro Panels. Um, yes. And I think this is going full circle because I feel like we've been wanting to do a live podcast from the Google space. So yeah. here we are. I put it in my Google favorites, and I was playing it on my Google Home, and I said, please, let me just Google Latinos Out Loud, and we'd be at the top, and I'm so happy to be here. I was really disappointed that the Wi-Fi is not that great in the Google space. (laughs) What? I'm trying to search for something. What's up? Guys, nice sashes. Oh, Oh, thanks. Thank you. Thanks, Frank. Yes. (laughs) Nice. Thank you. What'd you guys get it for? Why don't you read it? It's well, pretty no. self-explanatory. Female and film. Oh, rising stars. Wow. Yes, yes. And, and Bago says male, rising star. We were honored Congrats. yesterday at the National Dominican Day Parade. Yeah. It was so much fun. Um, it was super Dominican. It, it didn't start on time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Surprise, surprise. Yo, but the gala was lit. Lit. But unfortunately, we had to leave early because we had to do a shoot on Saturday. Yeah. So like around 1230 is when it, like Oro Solido was on stage. Oro who? Oro Solido. Oro who? Sale go. Sale go. Y otra vez? En inglés? Me lo llegan otra. I'm stop. I'm so Dominican right now. Stop. Calmate. All right. But no, it was a great experience. Yesterday was awesome. I feel like I'm going to be carrying this. And anytime I want to go to a Dominican club in Washington Heights, I can get VIP treatment. Yeah. Uh, Maybe Frank and you and Jamie, we can get you something so we can go to DR and get like VIP treatment. That sounds I'm, I'm, good. I'm Puerto Rican though, so I might I might get in trouble. You know, you're honorary. You well, know, you're honorary. I grew up in the Heights though, so I am you're down. honorary. honorary. Yeah, yeah. They were really treating us yesterday like embajadores. Like, oh, felicidades, felicidades. <laughs> it was great. So 
so I've decided to wear it for the last three days. I carried the plaque on the train, it. and like somebody was like, oh my God, I don't know what that is, but oh my God, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to sit here? Go ahead, whatever. You want $5? Is that a proclamation inside of that? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to give it to you, man. Metro card. Yo, where yeah. I could buy that stash, yo. I want to get one for my girl, yo. <laughs> Dash.com. But then we had to leave the parade as well early because we were celebrating your birthday. Yes! Thanks. It was nonstop litness. Thanks. It's been busy. You know, this beauty takes a lot of work. Uh, and now that it's 40, it's going to take even more work. So, no, it's my birthday. And, you know, my husband threw me a very nice party and invited friends and loved ones. And it was just last night. Mm. So I'm still a little hungover AF. <laughs> I love the fact that before everyone was starting to get drunk, you were like, all right, guys, look. Um, I'm going to do a very short speech. <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys want to enjoy it. And then two hours later, I was like, oh, no, I was just kidding. I got a nice long speech. Hold on. I want to thank everybody. Don't Here. give me a microphone after four glasses of anything. So that's your bad, okay? Uh, Not my fault. It's like, part two of my speech begins now. <laughs> It was great. I don't think the long speech was that long no, either. It, no, no, it, it ended was... with a dance, too, which was yeah. a lot of people kind of re... Yeah, yeah. that's how you know I was feeling something, because yeah. I don't dance. <laughs> like, I do a little two-step and a hop, but I don't, like, full-on dance. It was a little Elaine, Elaine dance from Seinfeld. It had yeah. a little bit of that. <laughs> I mean, the al- I blame it was the alcohol, because she has rhythm, right? Oh, but... <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, moving along. <laughs> I saw an Instagram video of that dance. I thought it was pretty fly for it somebody was, with no. a few drinks in her. Okay, maybe I saw her out of you. You think I Elaine's? Uh, wow, I didn't. She I, was, was the like, angle of the I shot that like I saw. That. No, I know. <laughs> so, Rachel, how do you? I mean, I'm not 40 yet, so I would like to know. Uh, uh, how does 40 feel? How does it feel? I, I mean, it's, it feels it's, great. It's, her birthday's literally right now. Yes, how does it, today. How does it, like, feel for you? I could not have asked to spend my birthday any different mm. with you guys and you guys. Aww. Very happy, right? <laughs> and we have a great show for you guys. Thank mm. you. It's wonderful to be here. Mm-hmm. I mean, POC at Google, one time for us. <laughs> Woo! All right. I'm taking the dog. Okay. <laughs> so let's get to it. Um, individually, all four of us have a history here at the film festival. My first year was uh, 2003. Um, but everyone else here has had experiences. And obviously, there's been social media. So we have some pictures. Uh, we'll start off with Rachel. Uh, do you want to oh. kind of describe your experience here? Yes. Can Based- I have my pointer, please? Um, <laughs> uh, This, I mean, I got history with this festival and kudos to the festival because it was one of the first media outlets to give me a microphone and I'm very appreciative of that. And you could see just some of the star power that this festival has attracted throughout the years. Luis Guzman, Ana de la la Reguera, Cristina Melian. We were talking about all her like love triangles and shit. Wow. (laughs) Got Vin over here. Wait, there was a sequel to Bring It On? I I got a Netflix that. And then Vin Diesel, Damn, I mean, yes. one of my Yo, why does Vin Diesel things? look like Frank in that clip? Can we go? Yeah, and then this was 2010. As you can see, I did have a thing for Wilmore Valderrama. <laughs> Yo, you are, wow. Enamorado. Yeah, you are. Love at yeah. first sight. All yeah. I heard was like the Charlie Brown teacher, wah, 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 wah. I was just looking at his face. You know, just staring at it. It was beautiful. And, uh, yeah, I mean, look at us. Look at your fade. Um, that's my, that's my, like, 9 in the morning uh, shadow. Your 9 a.m.? I just shaved right before the picture. And shout out to Celine. Yeah, so I, let's go to the next. Okay, here we go. Um, that actually in the corner is when uh, the story of Juan Bago premiered in 2006. Uh, there's Michelle Buteau, and that was the whole cast right there with Roberto. I like the curls, Rango. your little curls. Yeah, Look yeah. Look at that. Well, on the talk of like the whole barber thing. Right. One year, so it was like a, still the honeymoon stage. So he literally was hooking up he my was hair because I find the right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and then on the bottom there, that was when I invented the uh, iPlatano phone. If you could tell in the corner there, <laughs> I have a patent. <laughs> And I think, I think uh, that was like two years ago when we did the panel for comedy with uh, Kid Merrill 
uh, Cholo Fit, you, Rachel, and Oz Rodriguez. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was. And then really this is me flossing. Why do you? What are you covering there? Okay. Right. Oh, no. oh boy! Wow. <laughs> Jamie, 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 Jamie. Wow. Wow. I'm very shiny right in this picture right here. Yo, that's a lot of gel, that's Jamie. A of... That's a lot of gel. <laughs> I had the growing up Gotti. Growing up Gotti hairstyle. Um, I don't know why I have a gun in here. This looks very suspicious. Suspicious. Yes. <laughs> and a stocking cap. And a stocking cap. Um, and I'm wearing what the hell? I would never wear this sweater now. This looks like some weird like. Is that a dipset shirt? It looks like a dragon. <laughs> it looks like a dragon and an eagle like having intercourse or some shit. But that was the style back then, right? I don't know. Uh, oh, we have a picture. Oh, what a young. That's not Calixto. Yo. That is. What's Calixto? That's Calixto. No. Where's the rest? Is that of Calixto them? or is Avatar? <laughs> <laughs> That's the real Calixto. Wow. Are those like your uh, approach me? I'm uh, looking for work shape. Uh, what are I think so, yeah. Okay, <laughs> and so. And here we are. <laughs> we're at the film festival. Each year there are awards. So we figured we would have uh, a couple awards that we would nominate each other. Um, and we could just show the video real quick. It's time for the first ever LOL Acting Award. Okay. Um, guys, <laughs> who, who wants to take the floor to nominate each other? Hmm. Frank, do you want to go? Yes, I'm going to nominate you, Rachel. For oh, I'm so honored. For the best sex scene ever at the Latin, Latino Film Festival. Oh, what? ever. Wow. Ever. Okay. It's an amazing scene. Okay. So that's the name of the film was Act of Love, starring Juan Bago, Michael Diaz, and yourself, Rachel Aloca. Okay, I think we should just cue the tape. And wait, then I think, no, then Jamie, who are you going to nominate? Oh. Well, I, I really enjoy your performance. It's best best performance. Uh, while wearing a tank top. Okay. Um, so I guess we'll see that. You had a nice little monologue there. So yeah, impressed. thank you. So I get, they'll see it in a second. Frank, I'm nominating you for best conspiracy theorist in a scene in a movie. Really? Yes. Oh. A real conspiracy theorist acting in a movie in my oh. film, The Story of Juan Bago. Okay. And Rachel? Jamie, I'm nominating you for your stellar depiction of the Monopoly guy mm. um, with your top hat. We'll right. see that in a few moments. Uh, it was it really delivered. That was the role, but okay. Felt like I was just passing go and collecting two hundred dollars. Mm. <laughs> so, Tim, I think we're ready to show the video of the, the nominees are Rachel Strauss Muniz in Act of Love. Yes, Dr. Rosenzweig. I guess it started when our son got us roles in this new play he's starring in. Great, I. And this somehow helped your marriage. Well, we had some wild sex last night. <laughs> Jamie Fernandez in Sandman's Box. We will begin by giving them each five sulfuric pills. Then we will lock their heads into the boxes you see before you. Frank Mills in the story of Juan Bago. <laughs> Romeo Entertainment. What does it call this a bagel? Yeah, I don't know where you're from, but that's a bagel, man. This thing is also rock. Well, maybe you don't miss a rock. That was intimidating. Wow, Frank. Michael Diaz. I thought your shirt was going to rip right off. But what they don't realize, it's a bad motherfucker. Right? Means nothing to me. Just a name. But finding him earns my way back home to my bitch. Wow. Wow, my uh, Wow. <laughs> nice. So congratulations, everybody, and thank you. Clips there. <laughs> Quick facts. Um, Subpoena is going to be screening this week at the film festival. Uh, where's Ramon? Ramon? Ramon Pesante, director. Real quick, when's it, when's it going to be uh, airing? Yeah. Got it. All right. Yeah. We'll put the information in there, but you can check out the whole short film. And um, I think it's now time for our Bochincha Bites. Woo! I've been waiting all day. Aye. I've been waiting all night. I've been waiting all day. Bochincha Bites. I've been waiting all day. I've been waiting all night. I've been waiting all day. Bochincha Bites. Jamie. What up, what up? Hey, buddy, how you doing? How's everything going? Great. 
Right. A very special Bojinja Bites today for the festival, Latino Film Festival. So I'm gonna count down uh, my worst uh, Latino film, worst Latino movies of all time, right? This is my list. I'm gonna have a top five of the movies I just think that are really Latino-centric, but that are horrible, right? So let's go. Number five, um, The Perez Family. Um, oh. <laughs> oh, now look, I love, yeah. I love Marissa Tomei, right? But this is not one of her uh, best moments. Uh, she plays Dorita Perez. Dorita. Dorita. That's, that's one letter away from, from being named after a tortilla chip. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what white, white screenwriter thought that was a good idea. They were probably in um, a room with like snacks. Like, what do we call the Latin woman? Uh, Frito Lay? Dorito! Dorita! Frida? Dorita? I don't know. Uh, um, but this is a movie about a bunch of Cuban refugees, right? And there are no actual Cubans in the cast. Wow. Not even one. There's so many white actors in the Perez family, it might as well have been called the Partridge family. I mean, <laughs> Not a good look. Damn. <laughs> Number four, Evita. Ooh, Madonna. Um, <laughs> with Madonna playing the <clears throat> former first lady of Argen Argentina. Don't cry for me, Argentina. They're crying because you're taking all their acting roles. Wow. Oh, I mean, they seriously couldn't find a Latina actress to play this iconic role. And no offense to the material girl, but nobody has ever said, you know what? Madonna should act more. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe Madonna thinks that she's had sex with a lot of Latino men. That makes her Wow. Oh. It don't work like that. Damn. Wow. Damn. Juicy. Wow, Jamie. Mm. <laughs> Last live show, I made fun of Mariah Carey, and now I'm making fun of Madonna, so I gotta, next live show, I can't, I yeah. gotta watch out. Yeah. Britney Spears, you're next. Um, <laughs> but I ain't fucking with Beyonce. I, I, don't, want that, I don't want that drama oh, on me. Oh, ain't like nobody that. better talk about Beyonce. Never, never. Number three, Chasing Papi. Wow. Okay, now to be honest, I've never even seen this movie, right? But... <laughs> I'm strictly voting it in because the title, because of the title, because just naming a movie Chasing Papi pushed back Latino film culture like 10 years, right? <laughs> I, don't think we've, I don't think we still fully recover from it, you know what I mean? Um, there's still studio executives telling each other after meeting Latino filmmakers, are we sure this isn't gonna be another ch Chasing Papi? I mean, uh... Oh, damn. <laughs> it's a point of reference. The, uh... Sucks. Fun fact, the movie from Prada to Nada just missed this list for the same reason. Um, but that movie made like Nada at the box office and wasn't worth, <laughs> wasn't worth mentioning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> number two is controversial, but hear me out. Scarface. solo podcast right now, bro. Yo. <laughs> All right, look, this one comes with an asterisk, because look, I've seen Scarface like 100 times, right? It's entertaining. But in terms of Latino cinema, it's one of the worst, because it's, it's the main character, right? Non-Cuban, Al Pacino, he gets away with one of the worst portrayals of a Latino in cinema history, right? I have yet to meet a Cuban that sounds like Tony Montana, right? <laughs> sure. And no other white actor could have gotten away with playing this role with that accent. All right, like if we did that shit now, we did a Scarface now, let's take what's one of our beloved white actors, Tom Hanks. Damn. <laughs> Tom Hanks playing Tony Montana with that accent be canceled no. immediately by Latinos, right? No. They'll be like, oh yeah, Tom Hanks, yo, stick to playing mentally disabled guys like Forrest Gump, all right? <laughs> Stay away from Latinos. <laughs> I'll stick a box of chocolates in tu culo, okay? <laughs> <laughs> there was seriously, there's no Latin actors in 1981 that could have played this role. Like, I don't, uh, what about the, the the, the, the plane, the plane guy from Fantasy Island. <laughs> no, he Fantasy was Island. He would, he three was, feet tall. Yeah. He's short, though. But he would have yeah. been the little friend, you know, say hello to my little friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I actually, when I, I thought of that, I thought of that, and then I looked it up, and he's, to be, that, that guy is not even Latino. He's half French and half German. Oh. Damn. They couldn't even find a Latino little person to play a Latino <laughs> in Fantasy Island. So I guess Hollywood is its own Fantasy Island at this point. Um, oh. mm. I see. Last one. What's the last one? What the fuck is it? Oh, <laughs> oh I love this film. We finished. 
we were sneaking in your first headshot that you had. That old ass headshot. When man. You, uh, speaking of Hollywood, we sneak in there. All right. What's going through your mind? Like when they're yeah. taking a picture, what do you think? He's like, I really right want now. my mustache and my beard to connect. <laughs> I, really, I really wish it would connect. Take a picture. Yeah, I had that ultra thin, like Dominican barber. <laughs> Very line. seductive. Very seductive. Uh, yeah, okay, let's have Moving on. Boricua. 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 The, worst, the worst Latino movie, Boricua's Bond, all right? Um, <laughs> the only thing Boricua's bonded over was talking about how shitty this movie was. Wow. Uh, Val Lick, the director, writer, lead actor, he's from the USSR. So that's another thing we could blame Russia for. Oh, uh, shit. He made a movie wow. about a white guy played by him and his mom moving into the South Bronx Damn. and getting immediately assaulted by and bullied by the most obnoxious, sexist, violent, stereotypical Latino characters you will ever meet. It's like Donald Trump co-wrote this script. Um, the co-lead is salsa singer Frankie Negron, right? And he plays the, the one Latino with a conscience. He's like, hey, come on, guys. Maybe committing random acts of violence isn't so cool after all, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, man. I never thought of it that way. <laughs> But in the movie, he's also like a gifted artist. He's like a Boricua Bob Ross. So everybody's like, yo, teach me how to paint, yo. <laughs> and then his pictures are just like fucking like a little a flower and a fucking... Like a, a palma. A, a bucket of fruit. And they're like, yo, man, that shit's beautiful, son. Um, so he feels, so Frankie Negron feels bad for the white kid and they sort of kind of be, they become friends and the white kid talks Frankie Negron into going to art school. Wow. Um, because every troubled Latino needs that push from their white friends to better their lives. Yep. And this movie has like the most random cameos from like hip hop stars. Like, yeah, it has like mad hip stars, like Method Man, Red Man, Big Pun, I... um, Sticky Fingers, and like it looks, they're just improving. Like they fucking just took a class at UCB and shit, but it's like bad improv. <laughs> and I don't even think they know when they're in the movie. They're just like super fucking high, just like, yeah, what's up? Where are we at? Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> why the fuck you? Why the fuck you paying? <laughs> um, but yeah, pretty bad movie. I don't recommend it even out of curiosity. Um, Damn. The writer director, I don't even, I check, he doesn't even have an Instagram page, so I think he's hiding out because of this. Um, and that's my list and that's my bites. And so, and so, so now it's time for fake news. The views, opinions, and insinuations made by Frank Nibs do not necessarily reflect or represent those held by the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Live from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spirison News with Frank Nibs. Hello. What's up, Frank? Folks. Woo. Hey, Frank. How you doing, everyone? Great. Hey, Frank. Well, guys, I got a good one for you today. Yes. Today we're going to talk about the Pac-Man Moon Theory. Ooh. Excuse me? Yes, the Pac-Man Moon Theory. This is the theory that developers of Pac-Man, all right, created the game around an ancient theory, okay, about the moon and how it takes our souls after we die. <gasps> yep. Wow, that's deep. Pac-Man means program and control, guys. All right? I'm just letting you know right now. <laughs> and you guys remember... You guys remember in the, in the 100th episode I talk about Saturn controlling us? Yeah. The moon consumes our souls, guys. All right? Now I'm going to talk about, uh, there's a show on Black Mirror. I'm sorry, a show on Netflix called Black Mirror. And there's a particular episode called uh, Bandersnatch. I call it the Pac-Man episode. And I'm going to show you a clip here of uh, the character Will talking to Stefan. And he's talking to him about what it means, the, this, this, this simulated world that we live in right now, you know, the Matrix touched on it, uh, the Truman Show talk, talk, touched on it, and in this segment, you're going to see how he really feels the, the spiritual world, this makes, like, we've seen this AI and all this right. stuff, and very, very important, this episode takes place in 1984, okay? Two uh, fun facts about 1984. There's a book written by George Orwell called 1984, which he wrote in 1949, and it talks about Big Brother and it's going perfectly. So for the, you millennials, you gotta read that book. And also, Apple dropped their first commercial ever, and it only played one time at the Super Bowl in 1984. So, fun fact. So without any further ado, let's play the video, Tibby. Hello, Pac-Man. What if I told you that everything you know is a lie? <laughs> that you are just part of a computer program? What are you talking about? 
Eat the red pill and you will go further down the rabbit hole. snaking off like roots and what we do on one path affects what happens on other paths time is a construct people think you can't go back and change things but you can that's what flashbacks are they're invitations to go back and make different choices when you make a decision you think it's you doing it but it's not it's the spirit out there that's connected to our world that decides what we do and we just have to go along for the ride mirrors let you move through time the government monitors people they pay people to pretend to be your relatives and they put drugs in your food and they film you there's messages in every game like pac-man do you know what pac stands for p-a-c program and control he's program and control man the whole thing's a metaphor he thinks he's got free will but really he's trapped in a maze in a system all he can do is consume he's pursued by demons that are probably just in his own head and even if he does manage to escape by slipping out one side of the maze what happens he comes right back in the other side people think it's a happy game it's not a happy game it's a fucking nightmare world and the worst thing is it's real and we live in it <laughs> wow Very nice, Frank. Frank. Wow. Yeah, you're welcome, guys. Impressive. Impressive. Wow. And what's this? Uh... Yo, Miss Pac-Man. Oh. That's you as a ghost, by the way. He's Jamie. Oh. Here's you, Mike. This is me right here? Yeah. This so, is me as a ghost? Right. Why does you, my what... Pac-Man have, like, sharp teeth? Well, the moon, the moon is really just a, a, soul, a soul eater. So Pac-Man, when you play it, the Pac-Man is the moon. And the ghost is you. And you know when you go in the hole, in the little thing, and you recycle yourself? In the game, you come right back out. Just like in real life. And I didn't rehearse this. I, okay. Um, what should I do with this? Should I, I mean, recycle it? Yeah, hold on to it. You know, hold on to it, you know. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'd hate to hear what right you got to say about Donkey Kong and shit. <laughs> Uh, this is deep. Wow. This is deep. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, thank you. Thank you, Frank. <laughs> is it time to put the heat back into your relationship with breakfast, but a hot breakfast just sounds like too much work? Well, it's time to head over to the egg aisle and pick up Just Crack an Egg. It's a hot, fluffy breakfast scramble that'll have you back in hot breakfast love in less than two minutes. All you've got to do is add a fresh egg over their hearty breakfast fixins, then stir, microwave, and reignite your love of breakfast. And something else you'll love about Just Crack an Egg is that it has no artificial flavors, dyes, or preservatives. But even better is how fluffy and cheesy and delicious it is. It comes in seven different varieties, including three brand new kinds, veggie, Southwest style, and protein-packed scrambles. Or just try one of the classics, like Denver or All-American. So don't wait for the weekend to get a little hot, hearty breakfast love into your AM. It's time to run with your arms wide open to the egg aisle and take breakfast back with just crack an egg. Are you guys ready to meet our guests? Yeah, yeah that was convincing. Are you guys ready to meet our guests? <laughs> that was way better. Okay, you guys know him from his funny-ass videos all over social media, but he actually does a lot of things on the side. He speaks heavily about mental health, and we're going to get into it, but please stand up, put your hands together for Ray Dell Ortiz! <laughs> Latinos Out Loud podcast Gracias. again. Gracias por la de verdad. This is mm -hmm. the second time? Second. First time that you were hosting, Rachel. Yeah. The first time you were not. 
She was like mad pregnant, right? No, I think that time I had the flu. Yeah. Oh, right. You was pregnant too. When am I not pregnant is yeah. actually what I'd like to understand. <laughs> I'm not right now, that's for sure. She thought she had the and flu. And I'm very happy about that. She thought she had the flu, and the next day she found out it was because she was pregnant. It was something like that. Oh but it's good to be in the flesh with you because you are just, you're a star on the rise. I'm so yourself. handsome, right? You're that too. Handsome. That too, you're sexy. And you're representing for us out there, but I would like for you to give more color to what you do, Raydell. So let everybody know exactly what you do. Oh, shit. What up, everybody? How y'all doing? Bueno, yo soy, a mí me dicen que yo soy el hombre más buenmoso de todos los redes sociales. And that's not just me up here talking that hot shit. This is, you know, eso fue el público que me lo dijo, eso. Facts. Sí. As the kids say. Pero yo, yo hace dos años que comencé a hacer video. I started making videos two years ago. And... Just having fun with it, bro. Literally, I, me and my family, that's who I really work with. My sister's the camera person. I edit all the videos. And we just come up with ideas. And we just, our goal every day is to make each other laugh and then put it out there and hopefully make everybody else laugh. And we've been having a great time doing it, you know? And it was, um, right now, actually, like in two days, makes two years that I actually really started taking it serious on there. That's great. Amen. Amen. Happy anniversary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, well, I mean, we, we've been very inspired. Uh, well, I was very inspired by the promo video that you actually did with us. Oh, word. When I was over there on the show. Is there uh, any way we can show that? I got invited. Yeah. That's a great movie. Yo, this is a great, great interview. Reach out. Here are Latinos out loud. We heard you love pastelitos, so we have a treat for you. What? Here you go. Yeah. 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 What happened? Bro, this shit got raisins in it, bro? <laughs> yeah, that, that's all they had. That's what y'all do? Y'all put fucking raisins in the patelito up here? What's wrong with raisins? So, if I go to your crib and I put my fucking boot in your soup, you be okay with that? No. No, right? No. I don't eat no. soup. Fuck. Y'all think it's a fucking joke, like... I dead don't play that shit. Why the fuck would you put a fucking raisin in a patelito, son? It's a lot of um. It's not our. It's not our table. No, so. suck my ass. I'm out. I'm out. Suck my ass. You heard? Suck my ass. Suck my ass. Suck that shit. Right on the bridge of Bago's nose. Oh I, I still have a dent on my nose, but it's okay. It was part of, it's my part of being an artist. Yo, we don't do patelitos um, with raisins in it, guys. So <laughs> I, would like I don't to care know. what doña, I don't know what brujeria, what bruja invented that and passed that into the bloodline. Can we take a quick poll? I mean, everybody for raisins in your patelitos. Clap your hands, please. In the Come back. On. Come on. And everybody... Ooh, we got raisins in anything. Wow. Everybody else, I guess you're for no raisins in the pastelito? The majority. The majority wins. And, like, if I was sitting next to somebody right now and they was clapping for the raisins with patelitos, like, dog, move over. You know, like... Esos son gente con mala vibra. This is people with bad vibes, bad intentions. They have bad credit. <laughs> All right, but not in the patelito. Look, I'm not, I'm cool with raisins, dog. Like, I can eat raisin bran. Y'all like raisin bran? I like yes. that shit. I like that. I add some sugar to it. But, but if I have a patelito, dog, don't have no random raisin in there, bro. I'm expecting some chicken, some cheese, or some beef. Don't put no little roachy raisin in there, bro. Is that a that shit is nasty. Raisin. So, so Radell, when you did that video, I think you were around 30,000, 40,000 uh, Instagram followers. Now you have how many around? Oh, So, do you feel that back then were you doing videos differently, or is it pretty much been the same style? It's pretty. Yeah. Motivation? Thank you. Thank you for the question. You're so good at asking questions, thank bro. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, <laughs> it's it's the same thing. It's the same thing. We we just try to make videos as genuine as possible, with at least planning as possible. Like most of it is just improv. I don't mind. I don't mind doing a hundred takes, because. I'm having fun while making those takes, even if we're messing up, even if whatever, we're laughing and we're just having fun while doing it. That's more important than the 
end result is the process of making the videos, coming up with it, and searching in your brain. Because it is improv, you know? All I would say, for example, if I'm making a video with mom, I'll say, mom, um, in this video, you're going to try to get me in a sociedad, right? That's the premise of it, you know? And the sociedad is of 15 weeks, and I'm number 13. You know, if you don't, for, the, for those of y'all that don't know what a sociedad is, is when like all your family get together and they put a hundred dollars or something, and the first person like a, in susu. A, a susu, right? Yeah, susu. Right. So she was trying to get me to do it, and I was gonna be like number 14 or something, <laughs> the last person to get the bread. You know? Yeah. So um, you said it's the best one. Yeah. How? I need that money fast. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, I want that lump sum, like, tomorrow, sis. <laughs> I feel you. You got the discipline to, I, nah, I need that bread right now. So I would say, Mom, that's the video. Let's do it. And then we'll just start freestyling it because we have the premise, you know? Mom, you're going to barge in the room and say whatever. And then, and then I'll, you, it really, you, you have to dig in your mind to find, like, what's the right thing that you're going to say. And it's just fun, you know, testing yourself in that way until we find the right one. So Follow-up question. I see that you do, uh, you do videos with your family members and everything. How do you train them? Because I, I, I know they're not all experienced and everything, but, like, that's not an easy process when you're doing a video that doesn't get, have that much experience. Right. How do you do that? I, I don't like to train them because everybody... <laughs> Everybody has something about, here's the thing like about social media, a lot of, you think like you have to have this talent, like everybody in this room has something special about them that nobody else in this room can bring. You, you get what I mean? And we don't see that because you look at these people, you're like, oh, no, when my mom is up there and she's recording, I can never think of, one time she called me um, Cabeza de Perro. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I would have never in my whole life as a comedian, whatever, I would have never thought to say that in that moment. But she said that, cabeza de perro. And I was like, bro, I do kind of got some bulldog vibes. Like, <laughs> like so, like, I I'm so grateful that, you know, like, or my cousins, when they're talking, they're, they're, their Spanish is worse than mine, you know? And I'm like, bro, she walked, another dog joke. We doing a, um... <laughs> We're doing a novella, and he walks in and catches his wife cheating on him. And he says, buena perra, or, or something like, he called her a good dog. Instead of, <laughs> instead of saying, you know, like, you slut, he called her a good dog. And I was like, bro, you are, you're so dumb. Uh. <laughs> like, you are so amazingly dumb. Thank you so much for, like, participating, because that would have never came out for me, so. I don't train them at all, bro. I like them to be as authentic as they can, you know? But, of course, we, like, we have the guidelines and stuff. This is what it's going to be. And it's about being comfortable. If we mess up, we start over. We're having fun. Mm -hmm. the, we have the most fun when we're recording videos. We can spend two, three hours doing it, and we'll be like, yo, we had mad fun today. So it's about having fun with it. You heard? Does your mom now, does she come up with her own ideas for skits now? Like Sometimes. Like with you even on an even more bigger level. Like, I have an idea. Yeah. Sometimes, because in the beginning, she was not with it. She was like, yo, la gente la iglesia. Yeah. <laughs> it was a problem. It was a big problem because my mom is a servidora in the church. Like, she serves in the church. She comes around with the bucket, you know, like. Oh, my God. Wait, so are you recognizing her in church? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, they, they recognize her. <laughs> so then the people in the church, the other servidoras, matches Mosa, bro. Like, <laughs> what the hell? Like, so they're like, um, hey, Isabel, pero tú estás demasiado malcria. Uh. Ay. Yo vi ese video. Ah, no, tú estás. ¿Y por qué tú le pegas a ese muchacho? Y tú estás promotiendo la violencia. Damn. And then they was, like, snitching on her to the priest. Wow. Yeah. And then it was funny because then um, they was all trying to snitch on her and stuff. And then uh, during like this table meeting that they had, and when <laughs> the priest comes up to mom afterwards and he was like, hey, pero vamos a tirar una foto porque la sobrina mía le encanta los videos de So the priest is a fan. Like, meanwhile, all the other, the other servidoras is hating. And it's because, here's the thing, guys, if you find yourself hating, Find some shit to do with your life. You heard? Yes. Most of the time, most of the time when we hating, bro, it's because we are bored as fuck. You in the crib. You ain't shower. 
And you just trying to look for other people to, that's doing something to hate on. Like, I always talk about it. Um, people like uh, that make videos or if you're into music or anytime you're doing anything, we find ourselves comparing ourselves with other people right away. Like, mm -hmm. oh, for example, um, when I have a video that go viral, like I'll feel it. Or if I see somebody else's uh, video goes viral and mine hasn't gone viral, you know, you kind of feel like it's this thing where I'm like, damn, they're doing it. I'm not doing it, you know? So before we hate and before we do anything like that, you have to ask yourself, are you doing anything to contribute to your life at all? You know, like, oh, this video, uh, for example, that video I saw was whack, right? You can see a video and you're like, this shit corny. Yeah. Better than yours though, right? Mm -hmm. Better than the one you made today, because which one you made today? None, because you're scared. <laughs> you get what I mean? So whenever I see a video like that on the feed and I'm like, Oh, that was okay. But then I'll be like, but it's way better than the shit I made today because I ain't do shit. Mm -hmm. You get what I mean? So instead of like hating on people, just ask yourself, okay, why am I hating? Why haven't I done nothing today? You know what I mean? And just push and, and get yourself out there on there some go. real sexy yeah. shit. This is actually yeah. well said. Amen. Well said. I mean, other than your comedy, one of the things that I really appreciate about what you put out is you're very in tune with your own mental health. Where? You share your experience with others, which is incredibly inspiring. I think Latinos right now, we're at a pivotal point where we're starting to speak about mental health more. Right. And there are more resources becoming available to us now. And I really, truly think that you're a resource for hundreds of thousands of followers. So I want to know if we can talk about it right now. Like, Hell what, yeah. What are those ailments that you are fighting with and mm -hmm. tell us about why you're so public with them. Hello, everyone. <laughs> so um, two years ago, around 2015, 2016, I was having um, the depression. Y'all know that? Yes. You know what depression is, right? It's when you're like sad and shit. There's a, there's a clinical term for you. I ain't no doctor, but I was feeling sad <laughs> all the time. And I realized that, uh, the reason why is because I had on a mask. And this mask is the mask of I'm good, you know? As a man, I'm good, you feel me? Like, I ain't no, no, no pussy shit, you feel me? Like, talk about my feelings and shit. So this mask uh, uh, that a lot of people to this day we carry is that I'm good, everything is great. I'm paid, I got bread, you know? Doing it for the gram, fronting, you know? Like, buying expensive shit that you don't need just because you want other people to look at you a certain way. That's you putting on a mask. You know what I mean? And I was doing that all the time, you know? I, I pulled out this Beamer. You know what I mean? I had the Beamer. I was driving it around. No gas. Oh. You know? <laughs> but, oh. but you would have seen me. You would have been like, oh, shit. Yo. It's Fox on right? what? <laughs> see it? So it's like, if you find, you could find yourself, like, um, chasing these, these dreams and goals that are not even really yours. Like, there was society put on you. You get what I mean? Like, you don't really need none of those things. So I was doing that. I was chasing, like, that image and being trying to be that person. And I realized I just wasn't happy. You know, I had on the mask. Everybody, I'm the same as I was before, where I'm, like, making everybody laugh and happy. But so far, I see, nobody knew. Until somebody that I thought was the best told me that they was depressed. Yeah. That should change my life. Because never could I imagine. This dude literally had just bought a penthouse in Jersey with, like, the White House. Like, it was beautiful in there, bro. Like, he just pulled out a brand new Benz. He always had beautiful, delicious women around him. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And this dude, one day I went to go visit him in his penthouse, and I congratulated him. And I was like, bro, like, you made it, bro. Like, that's dope. And he was like, yo, but you know something, bro? I'm depressed. I was like, what the What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, bro? Like, are you serious? And that baffled me for weeks, bro. And then just him being able to take his mask off, like this is the ripple effect. I was able to take my mask off and I was able to really dissect and say what's going on with me and I was able to share with my friends and family. That is such a huge step, guys. If you guys are going through anything, a lot of times the people around you, they don't know. They busy going on with their stuff that they going on in their life. But that don't mean for you to say, oh, I'm not even, I don't want to bother nobody. It's people like that, too. I don't want to bother them with my problems. They already got their own problems. Trust me. They care to know. You get what I mean? They want to know what's going on in your life because your problems can become theirs because they want to help you. They love you. You get what I mean?
So right away, I started telling my family and friends, and that was like the beginning of the change of my life because God was able to talk to me. Y'all be talking to God sometimes? Yes, indeed. Uh, yeah, he, he lit. So he was telling me like, yo. <laughs> God, are you here? I found. I thought I heard him. All right, how many people in this room are happy right now? Raise your hand. Happy. Right? And it's okay if you're not, yo. Let me tell you, it's okay. Last week, I wasn't happy. For real, I just wasn't myself. I felt like down in the dumps. Like, I couldn't get it, you know? And I shared it on my social media because I'm like, yo, it's not all fucking fun and games, bro. Like, life is ups and downs. It's never... If you think you're going to get to a point in your life where everything is great, you never have no problems, espéralo. The day after your funeral. <laughs> That's the day after you die. You get what I'm saying? Like, we always going to have problems. And they say with every level comes a new devil, right? Ooh. That means, okay, I'm advanced here, but then guess what? Otro problema. You know what I mean? Something new, a death in the family. Like, all of these things are going to come. So it's about maintaining a certain level of peace within yourself that's going to be able to get you through all of those good times and bad times. So if everything is great in your lives right now, thank God. You know what I mean? Enjoy it. Embrace it. But be humble because you don't know what's coming around the corner. And if everything is shit right now in your life, okay, we understand. You know, that's a part of life. But be hopeful. Have faith that tomorrow is going to be a better day. You feel me? Yeah. Una vaina muy bien. Yeah. Una vaina wow. muy bien. That's so... And it makes... It, I'm, I'm, as you say that, you, were, you did a panel last year uh, mm -hmm. at, at Google. Um, was it at Google? It was for the festival. It was right on the stage, my bro. On the stage. Um, and one of the things that your messages was that do what you love, right? Yeah. That was a clip that they put out, and it was a hashtag. It was like a really uh, inspirational kind of thing you were saying. So doing what you... Was doing what you love another kind of... Um, kind of helped you out of, you know, kind of the, the, the yeah. depression you were feeling? Absolutely. Finally saying, I'm going to do, I'm going to yeah. start doing videos and I'm mm -hmm. going to do my comedy and stuff like that. Yeah, because it happened right at, like, right after I had that revelation, I was like, yo, all right, I'm, I'm going to do what I love because the day is going to come where we're going to die. That's something I think about every day. I don't know about y'all, but I feel like I'm obsessed with death. Health, healthy now, before, like, my son just had on the shit that the moon was going to eat my soul and shit. You saw that? Right? I saw that in the back. I was like, yo, my son is smacked up there. <laughs> He's smoking on that gas. <laughs> and when he went to the back, I was like, yo, you good? He was like, I'm fucked up right now, buddy. <laughs> but like shit like that, I used to think so deeply like about death. Like, damn, what's this shit worth then? Like, I'm going to be dead. And guess what? Hopefully, there's a heaven. And we all gonna be up there, the few that don't eat patalito raisins. Yeah. And we gonna be up there fucking turning up with Celia Cruz and um and Don Francisco. Si <laughs> se muere. Podcast. Right. Yeah. Obviously. The, exactly. Obviously. Turning up up there, having mad fun with the ass cheeks out, cause they don't have <laughs> they don't have clothes in heaven. So preparense. So. Um. Oh. Yes. So Riedel, final question. Háblame. <laughs> Dream role or dream project of yours? Bueno, yo sí quisiera hacer película y vaina así. And I actually want to have my own um, telenovela on Telemundo. Oh, oh, wow. Mañana a la ocho, siete centro. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like the novela is like, they getting, they, yeah, nah, we need, some, we need something new on there, you know? And all the people that over there in the novelas, they all look the same, bro. Yeah. They all look Russian. Yeah. <laughs> and they all got veneers. You feel me? We trying to spice that shit up, bro. And make it different because y'all seen La Reina del Sur? Yes. I was watching. I was like, bro, this bitch still looking for her daughter, bro. Like, her, get over it, you know? <laughs> like, damn, yo. Like, a hundred episodes, you still like, damn, sis, like, get a life, you know? Like... <laughs> fuck wrong with her <laughs> but yeah movies and telenovelas and you know all kinds of cool stuff like that i'm gonna get my braces off real soon so oh, all right, right. Yeah. right. it's been so it's long right. i've had braces for so long are so. you ready for a braces free raydell are you ready for braces because <laughs> i'm gonna go get the i'm gonna go get the um teeth whitening um sammy sosa has a teeth whitening kit <laughs> 
Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yo, what? It does the job. So, here's a teeth whitening kit Sammy Sosa has. Um, They're working on it still, but. Okay, let us know. It's a wrap. I'm with Steve Harvey out here. Watch. Se jodieron. Well, Raydell, thank you so much. Everyone, around. We're bringing up Calix- Calixco next. Yeah, you want to introduce Calixco? Yeah, Calixco? yeah. You yeah. Introduce Calixco. So, guys, I want to introduce you guys Calixco. Um, <laughs> his name is that way because he's a warlock, obviously. <laughs> and uh, he's actually, he's the founder of this. Of, this film he's the festival, founder yeah. of this film festival, guys. And he's really in shape. Yeah. And he's such a good guy. A big round of applause to Calixco. Chinchilla. Dale Ah, jeez. Oh, again. Wow. Hello. This is more Miss, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Dominican Republic. Yeah. I feel naked without my sash. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I don't know what it feels like. I've been wearing it for 48 hours. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, that's the, no. same, that's the same pose I had in my old headshot. Oh Yo, can you take this off Google? Sexy. Google. Wow, it's too sexy. I can't even look at wow. it. I'm gonna get pregnant. This is gorgeous. What are you thinking in this picture? What's going through your mind right here? Ooh, what's going through his mind? Oh, you got a camera? I'm gonna kick your ass after this. <laughs> I think I'm gonna need to stay like this for the whole interview. <laughs> Is it a roast or something? It's no, 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 not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, Calixto, Mr. New York Latino Film Festival himself Woo. is here. All right. Can you, I'm going to live with this. Drops? You okay? Are you yeah. distracted by looking at yourself? <laughs> yes, I don't. Let us know, we can now. I see him right here. Yes. You look great. 16 years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What are some of the highlights for this, the New York Latino Film Festival's 16th year? I think everyone who, uh, there's so many moments. You know, you look at everybody that had to come up here at one point. You know, you look at Michelle Rodriguez before she became Michelle Rodriguez, you know, or you look at Kerry Washington before she became Olivia Pope. Like, all of them had a start here before, you know, they jump off. Or even Gina, Gina Rodriguez. You guys, Michael Diaz, Michael before Diaz, you Michael Diaz. <laughs> before you became Juan Bago, right, yes. right, right. Yeah, well, we I know, point. You, before you became Justin Timberlake. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you well, this yes. festival, this festival not only paves a path for the filmmakers and the artists featured in the films, but like you give people of the community opportunities too. This festival has so many extensions, arms and legs, and we are so thankful. I know I speak for a mm-hmm. few of us in the room. Filmmakers, talent, people working, volunteers that just want some experience. It provides so much. Is this what you thought it was going to become 16 years later? And if so, what did you think it would be? It was a wacky dream uh, because I I was 21. And, uh, you know, there was nothing there. And I always felt like there needs to be spaces where we were connecting. We were building amongst each other. And I didn't see that. I had a film in the can. I had been screwed over. I learned like the money lesson and all that other stuff. And I said, well, what if we had the spaces where we were educating each other, but also you had an industry that got to know what we were doing because nobody knew anything. And so you quickly realize, well, I can't get angry at an industry that doesn't know. I can't get angry at you if you don't know. So if we're able to try to show them then that's the thing. It's like, okay, how do we get people together in a room and show them the power, like what we have in our creativity? And so when you talk about people's come up, you never know. There's so many people here right now, even y'all, you know, you can bring the funny. You know what I mean? And like what you're doing, everybody's doing, and you never know, don't sleep on anybody, don't sleep on no one. Because I never knew any of these people would blow up the way they did, or there's so many stories. Um, and so that's, that's a beautiful thing about this is that you have that experience. Like I remember when I came to New York Latino Film Festival, or I remember when I met Mike or whatever, whatever it is, you know, there's so many memories that, that takes, you take it with you. 
So, Calixto, um, can you tell the audience and our listeners, like, a little bit of what goes through, like, the process of putting a festival together? Like, if the, the weeks leading up to it? Because I feel like people come, they see the films, but they don't understand, like, the process that gets involved putting a festival together. Stress. <laughs> that, um, I think it's just hoping, you know, I still get nerves where you hope that people like what... A, you're presenting because it's not even my content, right? But you hope that, but you feel like it's your content because you, you curated it, right? So you just hope that people like the films, but you like the attempt at doing it again, you know? And so for me, I always get excited because we work with so many new people who do our commercials. I don't know if you saw our commercial before this, but who put our artwork together. And all these are people that, you know, I, I meet on either Instagram or whatever. You know, our commercial, all this creative was folks that we met on Instagram. Wow. All of our commercials, like everything top to bottom from the casting down are people who we met on Instagram that didn't know each other. We came up with a creative campaign and whatever jumps off, you know, is great. The guy who did our spot last year got a Nike thing after, That's a Nike amazing. offer after working with us was crazy. Well, delve into a little bit about the messaging. What is This Is Me? Talk to us about that. Everything. Oh, this is all, oh, yeah. This, this is me. And I think it's just, you know, um, it's us owning our narrative. You know, it's like if we're powerful in the box office, if we're powerful in consuming all the media that we do, how do we own the narrative? And I think that that's that, and you know, all everybody, you know, this is you. The festival is a part of you. Uh, the festival feeds through you because th there's no celebrity that is running this festival. You know, I think when we first started out, everybody was like, "Oh, you should get Jennifer." That's the first thing I heard. Like, get a get a celebrity to do it. I was like, "Nah, I don't want, I don't want that because then it becomes about them, and it's not about this." And she's a part of it, but she'll come one day. Like, I I've always felt like we're gonna do it so tight that you have no choice but to come if we do it right. Mm -hmm. We do it right, you have no choice you're going to come, you know. Do you want to tell the audience and everyone what you're looking forward to this week? Any sleepers? Give us the any, highlights. Any, like, you know, not highlights? this picture on this screen. Right? <laughs> oh. This is not going to be screening before the movies? Oh. <laughs> It's so cool. It's like an old-fashioned cigarette machine behind you. <laughs> was this like your Christmas, like your Christmas card to people? No, this was in your basement. <laughs> Have a merry Calixto Christmas. <laughs> Calixto. Yeah, I'm trying. To... There's something there. Yeah, there's something there with an X. <laughs> Nah, I mean, all, everything. There's so many good, some of the filmmakers here. You got Delamio. Yeah. You know? Opening night tomorrow is amazing. Princess of the Road. You know, you got the projections. Well, we're closing the, with the first Dominican film to close the festival. We showed Dominican films, but this is like a, a great film. Where's Shout my sash? Where's my sash? Exactly. Oh, yes. Gotta have it closed. You know. Feeling Dominican. And stuff like this. You know what I mean? It's powerful when we have conversations. How many times do we really come up in Google and have conversations like this instead of talking to a bunch of suits telling me about me? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and maybe you may know, I don't need to know the stacks and figs. We're talking amongst each other, and this is it. Yeah. And we're having real conversation. Um, so for me, that those things, those moments excite me. So we've been showing videos of everybody that was part of the film. That's a big sigh. I love it. Um, and so uh, we, in 2008, uh, Jamie and Jerry were part of the Latino Film Festival commercial and the ads and stuff. And then Room 28, uh, full circle, we actually did a sketch based on how to create a film at, for, to submit at the Latino Film Festival. And you were so humbled and so nice <laughs> to partake and act in this sketch. I didn't so see, I don't know anything that's happening. Give the audience, um, you know, a little taste of um, this sketch. So we have a little clip of a younger Calixto Chinchilla oh uh, acting in a sketch. Tibby? <laughs> no. Yeah, sounds like a great idea. But you know what? Can we make the Santa Claus Puerto Rican? <laughs> what about Dominican? How about that? Oh my God. Great. Yeah, so you can get like Dreamer's Animation and get them involved. It's, it's going to be amazing. Wait, I don't know. Okay, I'll call you back. All right, thanks. Yeah! Wow. He did this. 
Ago. Like, he did this years ago. Tell me about your experience in that character there. What was your motivation? You see so many He gave movies. me the script. He, he so, so many movies come in and like did you don't take, play yourself, like, a character? Mike. Like, don't play yourself, Mike. <laughs> did you enjoy this sketch? Did you have fun? How do you how, what year was this? This was 2008. That was 11 years. Oh, back. But uh, no, but you see, but that's an example because you were open enough as the founder. We were doing our sketch comedy. We wanted to be involved with the film festival, and you were so open, and you and you played along, and, and it was cool. It was a really cool sketch. So thank you for being. Thank open. you, Calixto. All right, so the festival <laughs> is opening. Are you are you ready? It's happening. Like this is like these are your last few hours before the festival craze. But this is part of it, but yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so tell us about opening night. What's it's going amazing. on? amazing. Princess of the Row, if there's still tickets, get it. This movie is amazing. Yeah. Uh, wait, if I showed you our trailer, you'd be in tears. Like, yeah. Show the trailer. No, they don't have a trailer. But <laughs> well, Calixto. Show Calixto's video again. Okay. I'm glad you're speaking Tibby, you so highly. No, 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 no. We're going to get banned this week. We can't. Don't, don't, Tibby, don't. I, Tibby, Tibby, I got you. Tibbs, I got your number, Tibby, man. I am trying to sneak into many a free film this week, so please. Okay. No, you got that. I like it like that. Yo, that 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 reunion, forget it. The 25th anniversary reunion, I like it like that. And that that's another film. Like, it's only 25 years old. Listen to this. And it's the first studio film directed by an African-American woman starring a bunch of Latinos. The first studio film. It's only 25 years ago. That's crazy. Mm. So you look at that and you look at Ava DuVernay and all these other women that are paving away. But, you know, it's, you know, so to have them back and to bring them back together, they haven't been together in years. So that that to me is cool. It's just seeing the reunion and all that. And then, like, the, all the other stuff. It's just Faruko's coming. It's crazy. Nice. Okay. Uh, and so it's just we got a lot of good premieres. Um, and, I'm you know, you just wanted to start. There's only so much you could be ready for, but yeah. Um, guys, I need your support for this next part here, okay? Because Rachel is spending her birthday with us. So we want to wish yes. her a happy birthday. Frank, uh -oh. come on stage. Come on stage. What's happening? We got some. What's happening? Here we go. <laughs> oh, Frank. Oh, thank you. Nice. And Thanks, do guys. we have a follow-up? Okay. <laughs> so let's all get together and wish Rachel a happy One, birthday. One, two, three. Thank you. Happy birthday to you. Thank you, thank happy you. Happy birthday to you. A little louder. Happy birthday, dear Rachel. Keep clapping. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. Thank you so much, you guys. So everyone. Thank you. So, so everyone, we want to thank you so much for coming to Cut this live speech. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, let us speak. No, I don't have a speech. Do you have a speech okay. I had enough speeching last night. Um, I, I, are we wrapping the show now? We are actually. We are wrapping the show. I'll, I'll combine it with the wrap up. Is that okay, cool? Okay, cool. Awesome. Okay, great. Um, obviously, spending uh, these kinds of special holidays with people that you love is fantastic. But also, uh, I love you guys. I love you guys for being here and supporting us and supporting Latinos in film. We need this festival and we need to support one another even better. We could do, we can all do a better job at it. So share some info about our podcast. We need Apple to hear about us. They need to know that there are people listening and the only way they know that is, well, they could check their figures and stuff, but you could leave us a review <laughs> and they'll really find out and um, just keep up the support of all the Latinos that are involved, uh, to all the Latinos involved in this festival. Congratulations. Yeah. And on that note, we out! Wait, I just have one more thing, one more thing. Oh, Calexo has something else to say. You, I really forum. want to thank the people that are in this room. I remember when you first started volunteering mm. back in the day, before any of this stuff. Yeah. People don't know, like, people's come up. Like, you got to think about it, because you're not, you're not an exception. All of us are doing this. And Rachel and Mike, to see you guys. I remember I used to read Latin Daddy. Wow. He did have all oh. That's not the porn name. That's Latin not the porn name. Daddy. 
Look, all right. But back in me head there, AOL at time. Uh, but we're only 25. Anyway, so, but to see your come ups and to see how you guys, you know, have evolved and to see us grow and to be able to work together and be in spaces like this where we're moving each other forward, I, I, my heart is filled. And, you know, you look at, you know, you look at some of the other cats who have, Omar, been with the festival, and you see Ronnie, he's, a, he's the new host for this year, but they, she, right. they're the original, they were hosts for two. Respect. So respect. Respect, respect son. Hi. Yeah, yo. We Just talk kidding. afterwards. Talk afterwards. <laughs> so you never know. I'm appreciative. Let's lift each other up. Let's do this thing. We got this. I thank you all, for real, thank for you. the bottom of heart. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Please follow us at We Are Latinos Out Loud. We got a newsletter coming soon for y'all, okay? Hashtag We Are Nylif, and there's pictures. Let's take pictures or whatever. Yeah. Yes, Oye, mijo, ¿qué show es ese que están escuchando? Tremenda vaina. Hola amigos y bienvenidos a Tremenda Vaina, el show donde escuchas cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Nos puedes encontrar en tu plataforma favorita. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Suscríbete hoy. Y esto es Tremenda Vaina. Tremenda Vaina. There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more.